0: Hey thanks for clicking on the video this is going to be a breakdown of a lot of the new footage coming out about Horizon Forbidden West so if you don't want spoilers you're not going to want to watch this, we're going to be breaking down specifically a lot of the Slitherfang gameplay that came out, Horizon Forbidden West Slitherfang is one of the big bosses and lots of great footage has come out we also uploaded a video to SNTR updates breaking down the skill trees, I'll give you that information in this video as well, there's like 6 skill trees, about 150 skill points, almost Almost double what was in Horizon Zero Dawn could mean really good things for the longevity, replayability, and the ongoing nature of this game. If you like these kind of videos, remember to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my live streams throughout the week. Usually at the beginning of the video, I do like a little short four-minute thing, but I don't have one of those for you for this video because we're going to be combing over gameplay and breaking it down throughout the stream. If you want those little four-minute, you know, breakdowns, there is the one over on SNT our updates where i fly over the uh the six skills trees and everything contained in them so we should be having as well a redirect and people coming over from the other stream and we greatly appreciate people doing that and we hope you enjoy this coverage again fair warning we're going to be looking at gameplay footage from the game if you're not wanting to see that you're not going to want to be here um so let me pop out the chat remember we're in a new stream now I rolled you over from the other stream if live redirect worked well uh, you should be able to uh, switch to live chat and you should be able to also press the like button because it is a new um, it is a new stream so let me get this video pulled up for you here Um, I'm pretty sure they put it on the Playstation uh, channel if not hang on a second her, uh horizon forbidden west slitherfang. There's lots of footage out there. And one of the main things I want to focus on in this uh in this video is I believe who got the who got the really good footage was it um somebody I thought was was what uploaded the footage, I thought it was Game Informer it looks like the footage is actually pretty short, uh, Playstation uploaded the video that we're gonna watch first, and then the next thing we're gonna look at is, everybody's re-uploading the footage, so it's kind of silly, but, let me first pull up the, the two minute long video, and this is on the official Playstation YouTube channel um just showing off the uh the the, you know the monsters and the machines in the game uh machines of the forbidden west now one of the things i want to highlight is that it's captured on the playstation 5 and i think this is really important given a lot of discussions about is old gen holding back horizon forbidden west i think undeniably when you see this footage captured on the playstation 5 you cannot conclude that this game is being held back Keep in mind, you're watching a stream of this video. I strongly encourage you to go watch this on the official PlayStation channel at 4K so that way you can see it in the beauty that I'm seeing it right now with the individual shadows, textures, lighting, uh, as as well as the, the dynamic lighting that will not purely be in cutscenes. It will also be in the game world while you are playing. That's a significant thing that we don't want to overlook. So they're kind of showing what a lot of the machines are going to be doing here and what they look like. This guy is sort of a, I guess, an armadillo or a pangolin. There's the Slither Fang. This guy, there's other footage we'll look at that's about 40 seconds long of Aloy fighting the Slither Fang. Very, very cool looking, and that was in the thumbnail for this video. And uh, we got these guys. These guys are just the Watchers, but it looks like they've been given more of a raptor look. At least they look like Watchers. They've got more of a raptor look and like a saw blade. And here you can see, just like in the previous game, she decided to take control over one of these guys and ride them, as well as some of the the indigenous, uh, either good guys or bad guys, are also riding on some of the monsters, including one that looks like an elephant from the Lord of the Rings. Um... Let's see if we can... uh, We'll also pull up the... uh, Game Informer has a cover story of the game this month. That's right, that's right. I just need to stop developing games for old gen. Well, the problem with saying that right now, specifically to the PlayStation, uh, the problem with saying that is a couple of things. So let's address that. First and foremost, the the saturation of PlayStation 4s when compared to PlayStation 5s, Sony indicated there would be a couple of years where they would support both because they didn't want to just turn their back on all the people who bought a PS4 just because they have a brand new console in existence. Now, that that reality is compounded, and I would say... Um, exacerbated by the fact that there is a chip shortage as well as an availability shortage of PlayStation 5s so there are PlayStation 4 owners right now who would love to play Horizon Forbidden West gameplay on their PlayStation 5 when this comes out and they can't get a PlayStation 5 so it would be I think pretty uh, injurious injurious what's the word it would be like what's the word when you it's, it's, it's causing an injury I can't think of the word or how to pronounce it it would be very damaging to the consumer relationship to say, "Well, we're not developing a you know a fan fra- a fan favorite, very popular franchise. We're not going to develop it for the PS4." It would be actually a very bad decision from an economic standpoint. They would be chopping off a ridiculous percentage of their sales. So, from a strategy uh, element, uh, from a strategy element, it would be very very silly. Okay. Now, let's talk about the actual development cycles of these games. More than likely, Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok entered development cycles very early, right? They entered those very early, more than likely within the actual engine and existing assets of the previous games. God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Forbidden West are fairly, I'm sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War are actually, at this point in time, fairly old games if you think about it. And the fact that we have Forbidden West around the corner and God of War potentially uh, in September. That's the placeholder. The only way that's possible is if they started their development cycle shortly after the release of the previous games. Injurious. How do you say that? That's such a weird word. I knew injurious was a word, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Injurious? I'm going to have to look up the the, the pronunciation. I need to know. I need to know. Injurious uh, pronunciation. Here we go. Ready? Let's listen. Injurious. Injurious. Yeah, it would be very injurious uh, for them to say, hey, you've got 110, I think now 120 million PlayStation 4s in uh, distribution. So uh, back to what I was saying, though, about development cycles. The fact that Horizon Forbidden West is right around the corner and then the you know the potential placeholder for God of War Ragnarok that would mean that these games entered their development cycles fairly early which would mean they're using existing engines and assets which would means much of what you're playing w- was 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 built on the old stuff which means the old stuff's not holding the game back. Think about it this way The old platforms are the reason that you're getting Horizon Forbidden West and God of War in 2022 instead of in 2025, right? Like, I'm trying to hit this at multiple levels. Like, I'm trying to dismantle the argument as strongly as I can. It would have been financially stupid (laughs) to be like, we're not making the game for PlayStation 4. We're going to really limit our market reach big time, all right? Even if there wasn't a chip shortage, it would have been a really stupid idea because there's so many PlayStation 4s in circulation. You can't look at the commercial success and the market saturation success of the PlayStation 4 and be like, yeah, well, bully on those people. Just make it for PlayStation 5. You also can't say that when you look at the development cycles of the games. When, when the only reason you're going to be able to buy this game in 2022 instead of 2025 or 26 is because they started developing it before the PlayStation 5 dev kits were out there. Now, somebody might push back and say, now, Lono, hang on a second. You know, the developers of Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War Ragnarok, well, they could have gotten the dev kits early. Okay, I'll give you that point. Maybe they got them early. That doesn't negate anything with respect to the other points that I've made with respect to the commercial success of the PlayStation 4 with the fact that they would have used existing assets and engines to just start building the game. And it makes commercial economic sense to say, look, we, <laughs> we, we sold tons of copies of this game on the PlayStation 4. Why would we not sell its sequel on uh, on all the platforms? OK, then look at the footage Right? Look at the 4K captured on PlayStation 5 trailer that I'm watching right now. This game was not held back by any stretch of the imagination. Let me show you the Slitherfang footage that everybody wants to see, all right? Let me show it to you. Let me show it to you. Because I think this, it's one thing to have, you know, the thing slowly... uh, It's one thing to have the thing slowly combing through and, you know, very carefully... Uh you know, showing the frames per second and the lighting and da 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 da. That sure sure sure. That's really really easy to do. But where's the Slitherfang? They didn't put it on their YouTube channel. Yeah, they didn't put it on their YouTube channel. Is it baked into the stream that they did five days ago? I'm not seeing any full screen Slitherfang footage on their uh on their on their channel. I'm not seeing it. We might have to just go to somebody else who's re-uploaded it. Because it looks like uh, everybody's re-uploading it and like putting their stinking... Okay, so this guy's got Source Game Informer. Um, holy, just golly, the quality's terrible. Can someone find me a really, really good quality video of this? Game Informer did not put it on their... Um, they did not put it on their channel. This guy's boasting that he's got a 4K version. And let me see. Yeah, it's not 4K. Where did they put this? Is it on their? Is it on their website? Is it on Game Informer's website? Because everybody's re-uploading it and saying, "Yeah, here we go. This is Game Informer's video or whatever." But they're uploading horrible. Oh, does Gorilla Games have it on their YouTube page? All right, hang on a second. Um. PlayStation blog is the video baked in there no that's the machine one we've been we've been watching that one no I don't want that there's one where she fights the slitherfang Eugene and it's like 40 seconds long it's different than that it's a it's a different it's a different video yeah we've been watching the Sony one on loop let's see if gorilla has a video channel do they have a yes they do all right, let's see if they they've got it. Gorilla has the same video, Machines of Forbidden West. I'm not seeing the Slitherfang really short. It's like a, it's like short combat. She's fighting it. I've seen the video. Uh, I've seen the video everywhere, but everybody's re-uploading re- crappy versions of it. I sent one, but the quality's not good. Yeah, somebody's got it. Maybe Game Informer has a good version on their website. Hang on a second. Let's see if they have a good one on their website. Um. Okay, what we know. Blah blah blah. Da 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 da. Pictures, pictures, pictures. Um. Exclusive content. Um. Yeah, it's so funny that everybody's got introducing the mighty Slitherfang ah here we go they've got Slitherfang battle clip on their on their on their page yep and it goes up to 1080 okay okay yeah it doesn't there whatever they're using whatever player they're using my gosh it's terrible oh no there it goes there it goes now it looks better it took a second it took a second Okay, I'll show this to you guys in just a second. All right? I'll show this to you in just a second. So I've got it. If you're wanting to see Horizon Forbidden West Slitherfang gameplay, don't go anywhere. I'll be back in just a second. Hey, give me my first 100 likes. We only need 13 more likes. I'll be right back. Oh, sorry. Finally, quality chair. We could be good. I'm sorry. I thought you just wanted machines of Forbidden West. No, no, no. It's okay. Sorry. Sorry. We found, we found one. It's on Game Informer's website, okay? So, gameinformer.com is where this is being sourced from. I'll put myself. Uh, in the other corner, just so you can see that this was captured on a PS5, okay? Now, some of this footage, my aim here is to say, to a certain degree, and I know people don't like when I do this, but to a certain degree, I want to say, I told you so. So, if you're tuning in for Horizon Forbidden West, Slitherfang gameplay breakdown, uh, I'm going to loop this, and let's take a peek here at this fight. It takes a second to clean up. It will look nicer in just a second. Uh, And the controls hopefully also go away yeah it's usually once she gets over here it cleans up yeah so now i use this video to show i i can't see anybody watching this footage and feeling that uh, old jen held this back from the lighting and the lens flare to the explosion to the particle effects to the to the agility of the enemy and the agility of aloy combined with just all of the independent movement of her hair and the ropes and the things on her on her on her character uh, there were many people that said this game's going to be held back by old gen. It's it's not it's not going to be as good. It's not going to be you know a truly next gen experience. This to me, this footage is proof positive that that position is completely and utterly wrong. Um, the th- this is a, this to me is a next gen game. This is next gen footage. This is next gen gameplay. I don't see anything in the lighting, the graphics, the combat. The fluidity of motion of both Aloy and the snake, the Slitherfang, you know what I mean. So to me, I, I don't, I, I don't see any any evidence of that. Now keep in mind the first so many seconds of the video don't look good, it takes a second for it to turn into a 1080 video. So right here, everything looks like crap. That's the video itself not running at 1080. Once she jumps off of here and glides, it clicks over to 1080 because it's buffered long enough or whatever. So you need to go watch this on your own if you think this is a low-quality video or not next-gen footage. Um, I don't think you're watching the same footage and gameplay that I am. This is... This is you know, very, very high fidelity graphics, crisp performance, good frame rate um, shadow is low res, game experience ruined. The only reason there's low res shadow quality is again because you're not you don't understand the technology of what we're doing here we're watching a video that doesn't hit 1080 until she's gliding so if you look at the shadow quality once the snake lands here and you look at its shadows on the ground, there's nothing low res about the shatter, uh, shadows at all high res please I can't get you a better video this is literally the video right on game informers website like it's it's right on their website and it doesn't hit 1080 until right click there as soon as she's gliding it clicks over um so I, I, I can't get I can't get a better a better version for you to watch all the videos that have been republished on YouTube uh look terrible um I know you were joking Aaron I was responding to him as well um So I I I think in general we were we were talking about it a little bit ago. I think in general people have grossly overstated uh, the importance of um, of like oh it should have been developed for only you know next gen. It shouldn't have been developed for old gen. This all of this footage here was also captured on a PS5. So the 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 lens flares, the dynamic lighting, the, the the resolutions, the independent movement of the foliage, the. The way that the animals move, the dust particles, the you know the the particle effects themselves, I, I don't see anything here that doesn't look insanely next-gen. I've not played a game that looks this beautiful uh, on old-gen. I've only played games that look this good on next-gen. I would mention maybe Returnal, uh, the graphical quality updates to both God of War and Ghost of Tsushima, and I would actually say this looks significantly better than both Ghost of Tsushima and God of War because of the lighting effects alone. Uh, you're not going to get this level of lighting in the, uh, you're not going to get the level of lighting that you're seeing here in those games for one particular reason. Ray tracing has gone sort of by the wayside as far as a terminology, because the game companies have found that, that, that verbiage to be, uh, off-putting people hear ray tracing and they get a little bit worried because ray tracing has added uh, a degradation to performance in a lot of games. So they call it cinematic lighting. Okay. And Horizon Forbidden West will have cinematic lighting in all of its cutscenes. When you play Horizon Forbidden West on the PlayStation 5, you will have cinematic lighting in the entire game. Right? In the entire game. That is significant, and that's why the lighting looks so good in this footage here. Machines of Horizon Forbidden West that was captured on the PS5. Obviously, it's not next-gen. I haven't heard anything about the PS6 yet. (laughs) Shut up, Akuta Papa. Um... Elden Ring's not winning Game of the Year? Oh, it is! It is. I I I, I, I say Elden Ring's the front runner. Now Horizon Zero, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, they may snag it. They may snag it. But I think they are. I think uh, Elden Ring is the clear uh, is the clear front runner for uh, for Game of the Year. I do. Um, so. Load times are literally a lifesaver. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a real next-gen experience if you haven't played the updated version of Ghost of Tsushima on PlayStation 5. Like, the complete and utter absence of load times is just insane. It's so weird. The first time it happened, it took me by surprise. I was like, wait a minute, was there no load time there? Um... Uh, uh, try playing the game before you give an award people like you gave Cyberpunk awards <laughs> yeah yeah people like you gave Cyberpunk awards well I don't know if we need to be uh, dismissive here I know you are probably looking forward to Elden Ring but um, I think from the looks of it so let's talk about the skill trees for a second let me give you guys some information here that might be beneficial to you why the footage kind of runs uh, in the background um, oh shoot I deleted everything this morning hang on a second uh, version version history see version history let me pull up my word document version history here um, and let me say restore this version yes and it didn't hang on version history see version history it would be the one before I guess uh, no would it be this one uh, no would it be this one Okay, I don't know why there's lines through it, but that's like really unhelpful. I hit restore this version. It's it's. I don't I don't understand. Restore this version. Yes. There's nothing there. <laughs> it's restoring the version of me, deleting everything. That's like super unhelpful. Um. All right. Well, I'll just have to read through the crossed out lines. So. Horizon Forbidden West has six skill trees in it. Six. Now, each of these skill trees you can drill down into if you want. It's not going to force you into one skill tree over another. And if you remember the first game, it had about 84 total skills you could spend. This game is going to land in 150 to 160 total skills that you can acquire for yourself. And they're broken into six trees each skill tree has roughly 20 to 30 skills that you can invest in okay First and foremost, there is the warrior tree, which focuses on melee attacks and skills. So if you like the melee combat in this, which they showcase that in some of the early gameplay footage of her sort of battling these warriors in this little village and town, she was uh, it was more like hand-to-hand combat, you're probably gonna wanna invest in the warrior tree. Keep in mind, the hand-to-hand combat in Horizon Zero Dawn is extremely minimal. She has probably three melee attacks that she can do, She can do a normal swing, a heavy swing, and then a critical strike once they're on the ground, and you can make the critical strike be a little bit stronger. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, there may be other melee abilities and skills in Horizon Zero Dawn, but that's generally my memory of Horizon Zero Dawn, okay? So, this sounds to me like they're going to be doing a bit of a fleshing out uh, of... Uh, ...of the skill trees in Horizon Forbidden West... ...given that they have one totally dedicated to melee attacks and uh, skills. Um, Just a slight aside, Horizon Forbidden West will have ray tracing... I may have not made that clear in my phrasing that 's what I said. I said that they 're avoiding the word ray tracing and they 're calling it cinematic lighting. I think developers and publishers have found that saying ray tracing is a stiff arm, like people don 't like it because ray tracing has caused uh, degradation in performance, so they refer to it as cinematic lighting like in their in their marketing there'll be they 'll be cinematic lighting in the uh, in the in the main portion of the game. And that's what they referred to it as. At least that was my understanding of the one of the one push that they made. So, yes, it will have ray tracing, but they seem to be calling it something else. Um, They said that we use ray tracing technology for a lot of things in the game. We use it for the sound engine, for the physics and the rendering. So we use a variety of technical setups in terms of ray tracing. I'm not an engineer, so I can't explain it much more detail than this. But yes, we are utilizing it. It was my understanding that they were referring to it as cinematic lighting, and that you won't get the cinematic lighting on the PlayStation 4, you will only get cinematic lighting in the cutscenes. And when you play Horizon Forbidden West on the PlayStation 5, you will get cinematic lighting everywhere, like in the game, at all times. Like That's why when she's going through these scenes here, you're seeing just such an overwhelming amount of lens flare lighting and uh and cascading lighting and shadows all of that is the you know the shininess of the metal and everything is all related to how they're rendering with ray tracing um someone can give me like the clinical definition of ray tracing and what it primarily refers to i mean i suppose i can do that uh ray tracing is the method of graphics rendering that simulates the physical behavior of light Uh, Thought to be decades away from reality, NVIDIA has made real-time ray tracing possible. So it's, yeah, it's the behavior of the light, whether it's reflecting off of the water or creating a lens flare or cascading through the trees, fog, and dust particles. That's why this uh, PlayStation 5 capture, I think, looks so, so, so good. And you will not be getting that on the PlayStation 4 unless you're in a cutscene. So that's the first skill tree the warrior skill tree is one that is melee based uh melee attacks and skills the second skill tree is the trapper tree which focuses on trap oriented skills now i don't know about you but for me i found the traps in the first game to not be that great but then i uh, then i played it again and i started using them and they are actually very very good really really good um Recently, the Horizon Forbidden West skill tree was revealed, which also looks very promising for gameplay depth and build diversity. This game is essentially Horizon Zero Dawn 2, and as a sequel, it is looking much bigger and better. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is an upcoming action... I don't understand why... I don't understand. Why did you post that there, Uh, Creech? Um, A description. Um, In any case, did I not put the Slitherfang in the description? Is that what you're pointing out? Did I make that mistake? Uh no, let's have a Horizon Forbidden West leather fan gameplay breakdown since it looks so promising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's at the beginning. I'm not sure what you Did you paste that there for yourself? I'm not I'm confused. Um Anyway, sorry. Um Did you guys use a lot of traps in the, in the uh in the first one? Okay. Based I want to I want to do something. Based on Horizon uh Forbidden West gameplay is Old Gen holding it back? That's my question. Yes or no? Based on the Horizon Forbidden West gameplay, is Old Gen holding it back? Go ahead and take the poll at the top of the chat. Um, misunderstood what you were looking for. Oh, no, yeah. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're a good creature. Yeah, I was one, I found that I wanted the clinical definition for ray tracing is all I was looking for. Um, you use traps quite a bit. It's weird, T-Tube. So, like, the first time that I played... The first time that I played this game, I just didn't use traps that much. I just didn't do it. Uh, We're getting a lot of viewers coming in, probably because of the gameplay. So I'll keep the gameplay looped. I'll show you. It's a lot quicker. Actually, let me do that now, since there's a lot of new folks here. If you're looking for the Slitherfang Breakdown, let me give you the footage from Game Informer. It's 26 seconds long. It doesn't switch to 1080 until she's gliding in the air so it doesn't look so great here but once she like jumps and launches off of this and then goes into the that now we're looking at a 1080 video and um i think this footage really really clearly shows that the game's not been held back by old gen this was captured on ps5 Uh, the lighting, fluidity, even the detail on her clothing, the movement of her clothing, her hair, and the bow, I think is very, very strong proof that this is a next gen game that you'll be able to play a downgraded version on the PlayStation 4, right? That's why the poll at the top of the chat is asking, based on the gameplay you've seen thus far, do you feel the game was held back by old general And I am combing through all the various skill trees. There are six skill trees in the game with 150 to 160 total skills, uh, almost double that of the first game, which had 84 skills. uh, And this one's landing in 150 to 160. And the first tree was the warrior tree, which focuses on melee attacks and skills. The second is the trapper tree, which focuses on trap-oriented skills. And as I was about to say to T-Tube, it's funny that the first time I played Horizon Zero Dawn, I never really used the traps. And then the second time I played the game... I was like, oh, wow, traps are insanely effective at controlling where the big guys can go, especially the big, you know, more aggressive and more dangerous monsters. Uh, it was like, wow, this is actually a really, really useful thing. And I just I didn't do I did almost none of that uh, my first time around. and My second time around, I use a lot. So the trapper tree might be one that you really enjoy if you use a lot of traps in the uh, in the first one. The third tree is the Survivor Tree, which focuses on health and resource skills. So if you just want good health and survivability, gathering resources and being able to heal, you know, craft the different bows and such, the Survivor Tree is probably going to be the one that you want to go with. Uh, If you're thinking along the realms of just good survivability and sustainability of your character, I would imagine that the health and resource skill tree of the Survivor Tree would be one that you would enjoy. The uh, fourth tree is the Infiltrator tree, which is focused on stealth options in Horizon Forbidden West gameplay. So, if you're really, really wanting to be stealthy, uh, this is one that I will probably actually skip over. Uh, Stealthy's nice, I I will admit. I will admit. Playing a game like this stealthily, I do think, is nice. However, I just enjoy... You know, melee. I enjoy the bow. I enjoy all the different ways at approaching the combat. I'm not really going to be wanting to sneak around. Now, that doesn't mean you can't sneak around, but I'm gonna. I'm not going to need all these skills enhancing my ability to be stealthy. Now, you may be very different than me. You know, chime in in the chat. How do you typically play these games? Whether it's Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, uh, or you know, Horizon Forbidden West do you typically play stealthily or do you play more headstrong? I play more headstrong. I, it is nice to sneak around, though, with the bow. That is that is that is that is for sure. Bows and traps were my thing. I had two bows equipped a lot of the time. One for tearing and another for raw damage. I remember the rope launcher being ridiculous because I got it all the way leveled up so I was like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk and I could have like three or four ropes tethering the enemy to the ground uh, before, before they could do anything. So... You know what I realized? We haven't sold any coffee today. Who's going to be the first coffee order of the day? We didn't really hammer hammer on that the, this morning. Um, if you're new and you haven't uh, and you haven't hit subscribe yet, feel free to do that if you're enjoying the breakdown, if you're looking forward to Horizon Forbidden West. We cover lots of different games here. Uh, we covered New World, covered them this morning. We covered uh, Ashes of Creation yesterday. We got Elden Ring stuff coming in the next couple of days and are from Friday. Uh, according to this morning's report on that new world video this guy says the company in question that filed uh, that filled that war with newbies to offset what had happened claiming they were trying to give more community opportunities the players in question didn't log in until the war started and did an invasion instead they were originally ticked that they couldn't get into an invasion when they had declared war against the same company I'm not even understanding what that guy's saying that doesn't even make any sense that doesn't make any sense Thanks for the reminder. I just ran out of dark roast. Okay. Okay. Let's get some coffee orders in. Let's get some coffee orders in. Chat. Tell them how good the coffee is. Motivate a new... Let's get a a first-time purchaser for today. Somebody who's never bought the coffee before. You're not buying from another company, by the way. It's like, it's ours. My wife and kiddos ship it to you. So, you're basically supporting like a small family business when you buy the coffee. It's not... I'm not getting some kickback from some company. So, all right, the fourth skill tree in Horizon Forbidden West. Uh the fourth skill tree is let's let's get some new footage for you here. Let's get the other video uh circulating for you. The fourth skill tree is the... I'm sorry, that was the one we just read. Infiltrator tree, focus on stealth. I was never really big on stealth, okay? The fifth skill tree in Horizon Forbidden West is the Hunter tree, which focuses on Aloy's ranged abilities. So if you're really, really big on the bow and you're going to be playing Horizon Forbidden West and primarily focusing on bow gameplay, I would imagine that you would find yourself in the Hunter tree, which focuses on her ranged abilities. Um... You mostly use the spear. The spear was good, but there wasn't a whole lot of melee in the first game. I mean, there was because you could like knock the guys down and get the critical stab. But once you started playing against the big guys, the spear really wasn't the go-to. At least that's my memory, right? Um, at least that's my memory of it. Um, we will see if it's held back on the next one. I'm not sure what you mean by that, Mo. Uh, They already said the PS5 will implement the DualSense features. Yes, so for those of you that don't know, let's go over the final skill tree. So the hunter tree is ranged attack, and then the final tree, the sixth skill tree, is the machine master tree, which is focused on hacking and machine-oriented abilities. So they're giving you an entire skill tree to interact with the machines, with hacking, with probably mounting, or or pets, who knows. Uh, They're going to have an entire tree focused on ...being a machine master. And so that is uh, that is definitely something that you'll have at your disposal. And as I've said a couple of times... Uh, ...you will be able to go down a full skill tree... ...like Infiltrator or Hunter as you choose. You will not be forced into one. And there's roughly 20 to 30 skills per tree. That brings the total to about 150 to 160 total, right? If it's 30, it'd be 180. So it's somewhere between 150 and 180. And the first game had 84 skills. So, you know, 168 would be double. So this is somewhere around twice as many skills as the first game. Um, And so that uh, that is what is coming in this game. I don't know if that's going to play a part in replayability. I don't know if they're going to take a page out of like AC Valhalla's you know playbook and try and make like an ongoing game, like a live service game. Are they going to add skill trees later? Uh, I, I really truly don't know. I don't know if that's something that's sort of in their purview. Uh, are they wanting this game to just get DLC and then be done with it? Given that they're building a game with twice as many skills, the map could be you know twice as large, twice as long as far as campaign goes. Uh, a lot of that could lead to um, maybe a more ongoing, uh, maybe a more ongoing game, as opposed to just a one-off. You know, it 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 definitely could fall into that category. Here, here's the slitherfang there, since that's what we're supposed to be breaking down today. Um, the thing to notice in the slitherfang footage, too, the thing to notice uh, in this in this footage here is that the size of the of the uh, the boss really really forces Aloy to use verticality and movement not necessarily using traps and not necessarily just sort of face tanking. Now, obviously here, she winds up for like a really big explosive bow shot, which we don't know how much has already happened in the fight. We don't know did she just one shot. This thing is a slitherfang sort of a, uh, a roaming enemy you're gonna run into with some regularity and is this sort of the go-to strategy you know is the slitherfang a boss uh you know we they, they might say in the article I could probably read the article and actually g- gather that information because she hits thing single one shot here I mean is this the, is this the go-to tried true strategy uh I think the agility of the of the enemy is is what I notice the most um here we go. The Slitherfang stands among the most impressive new machines in Horizon Forbidden West. Fans get their first glimpse of the intimidating hybrid, hybrid Cobra and Rattlesnake in a new trailer uh, during the Game Awards. This towering serpent packs a wallop. A new hands-off look at a jaw-dropping boss fight against this mechanical serpent. So they're referring to it as a boss fight or a mini-boss as a uh, as Jacob's suggesting. They're referring to this as a boss fight. So I'm a little confused as to why she kills it in one shot. Um, apparently, you can pick up the rattle as a weapon against the slitherfang. So it says here, The rattle is fragile, and the skilled archers can detach the tail with a few well-placed arrows. Uh, and acid is not its only weapon. The rattle tail... Fires bolts of lightning and produces a wide-reaching wave of electricity. Um, acid spit and lightning tail are problematic for sure, but the silver fang, the slitherfang's hood might be its most dangerous element. Uh, nodes covering its neck for sonic pulses to temporary deafen aloy and it slows your movement. Uh, disabling these weapons by shooting off certain parts can defang the slitherfang, so to speak. Its sheer size and agility still make it a formidable foe despite all we saw in its lengthy battle a, the DeJong teases that we still might not have seen everything it can do the snake has a whole heap of attacks according to um one of the guys they sat down with DeJong so this is this is like just sort of a glimpse I guess at uh at what what the thing can do um, that's not a kill shot right you think she just downs it it's like a stun it might just be a stun it's it's, it's, very, it's very possible that it is it is, it is just a stun move, uh, you know, to knock the thing down, and then maybe she stabs it or something. I'll say counter to my point, I think Horizon Zero Dawn uh, Decima engine used uh, has some seriously awesome capabilities, and releasing the game on a PS4 may simply be an exercise in turning down uh, some effect knobs. Um, Slitherfang is always in all my footage. I want more footage there's just not there's not a lot of footage everybody has re-uploaded the 27 second clip that we have shown uh obviously because everybody's you know interested in you know what it looks like but we don't we don't have any more footage than what they've shown us you can see it a little bit here right we can see it a little bit here in this in this in this video near the end uh What's really different from the first one? So, the all of the enemies they've shown are new enemies. So I'm seeing all new enemy types, all new biomes, a whole new story, uh, six skill trees instead of one, between 150 and 180 total skill points instead of 84 skill points, haptic feedback if you have a PlayStation 5 for stealth in tall grass as well as tension on the bow, uh, 3D audio, uh, ray tracing or dynamic lighting or cinematic lighting, I should say. They're going to be cinematic lighting all throughout the game on the PlayStation 5 uh, with completely new attacks and abilities and ways for Aloy to get into combat. They've added swimming, they've added underwater biomes and underwater enemies. Um, it's basically an entirely new game. I mean, if I, if judging based purely by what we've been shown, quantity of enemies, biomes, uh, new new machines, new, new quote-unquote monsters... I would say this is a gigantic sequel. It just seems absolutely enormous. Um, so I would say this is this is going to feel like a huge step up from the first game, um, considering just how good the first game was. I mean, let, let's not let's not make any mistakes here. It's not like the first game was bad or that it limped along. It was it was an award winning game, and uh, I believe I believe that this one will will also do uh, will do very very well. I think people will really enjoy it. Um, and I think the gameplay looks really good. Now, the question I have is, if you're going to do six skill trees and you're going to do close to anywhere from 150 to, 150, 150 to 180 total skills, are they going to add more skill trees later? Are they going to do new game plus replayability? Are they going to try and do live service like Valhalla? Are they going to just sort of add to the map and add to the stories and keep things going? Because this very much could be Similar to some of my theories with Elden Ring, this could sort of be their idea of like, listen, rather than immediately start working on a third game, why don't we heavily invest in this one and expand it and, and try to try to make it awesome and enjoyable. Um, this game could be a lot larger than we expected it to be. You know, it really, really could be. Um, I don't think the game is held back by being on old consoles, says Murph. I believe games are held back because the developers are still learning how to use the new hardware on the new consoles i mean that certainly is a possibility right that really is a possibility that i don't my mustache is driving me crazy today it's so weird i go up i look in the mirror and there's nothing like there's nothing and then i come down here and i swear there's like there's like a force field around my microphone or something like i feel like something like poking me it's like so annoying The fact that the first game came out just before Breath of the Wild and didn't get forgotten says a lot. High hopes for the sequel? Well, it was very, very different than Breath of the Wild too. I mean, it was just very, very uh, unique in its approach to combat and enemies and, and, and world building and lore building. I thought it was very, very good. First game had to compete with Breath of the Wild and still managed to hold its own. Why are two people saying that? That just seems so interesting to me. Considering they were both on one pla- different platforms, like this one landed on the PlayStation Four, and then Breath of the Wild landed on Nintendo. How could one have really affected the other in any respect of like fan praise, saturation, or or commercial sales? Right? Like I, I'm not I'm not connecting those dots. Um, I'm not connecting those dots with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. They're the same game, just like the new Halo and Far Cry Seven with a with a Halo uh, skin. Is Horizon just Far Cry Seven with dinosaur robots? No, no, that is just so reductionist and disingenuous. That's not true at all to say that Horizon is Far Cry Seven with dinosaur robots. No, you've you've either not played the first game or you're being sort of willfully uh, narrow. That that doesn't seem like a genuine critique or summary of the game You've, you've, you, I don't think you've played the first game if you think that um, those ber- birds look rideable and I hope they have some kind of co-op there were theories about co-op uh, Elden King there were theories about co-op because she goes and she interacts with the bald guy and they're on a mission it seemed like they were on some kind of mission together right you finish the first game so why would you think that the game is basically just Far Cry with dinosaur robots? Like, what what are you basing that off of? They're, like, completely and utterly different. There are theories about co-op, though, Elden King, which... She's on that mission, she rescues the bald guy. It's like, well, what if you can go do missions together and have somebody else controlling him? He has one of those little ear things in her just like her, uh, what's she call it? She calls it her, um... Does she call it an echo? What's she call it? The thing that she wears in her ear. Um, in any case, in any case, I want to try the second game. First was meh for me. Oh gosh, I thought it was so good. Um, is Far Cry not FPS? Yeah, Far Cry is first person shooter. and This is third person action adventure. Uh, with with bow and mail and melee and trap based combat. I I just I don't know. I don't see almost any similarities. The only similarities these games ever have with each other is when you look at the map. Like I'll grant you that their ideas about map and unlocking map and like missions on the map sure oh is her focus sorry not an echo it's her focus yeah he has a focus and so so people were theorizing like what if he's what if he's playable like what if somebody can play as him and do co-op or something like that would be really really fun he would obviously have a very different skill set because he's got like his really big hammer and stuff um you can melee and use a bow in far cry yeah okay well um you can use uh swords and great swords and broadswords in skyrim so you know dark souls is basically just skyrim with harder bosses do you see how that works when you just grab any commonality and then jump to a very reductionistic comparison and conclusion it sounds ludicrous if you do it in any other sphere right oh yeah you know they you know skyrim had swords and broadswords and stuff first i mean these dark souls games they're just skyrim with harder bosses it just sounds ludicrous right like well there's sure there's melees and bows in uh in 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 far cry really there's a giant spear that you can jump around and swing and do critical slices into dinosaurs in in far cry right is the bow in far cry one that can do rope traps explosive traps electric traps fire traps can you use a focus to analyze weak points on the enemies and then shoot them in particular spots with particular bows to to break down their defenses? Can you rip off the, you know, the weapons and then use them and stuff? Come on, it's just ludicrous. It's just silly to say that the game's like Far Cry at all. Like it has similarities because it's a video game with weapons in it. That's where the similarities end. And sure, you know, maps, like I said. Map traversal and unlocking maps with the tall necks, yes, was very much borrowed from Assassin's Creed. You know, Far Cry is just Assassin's Creed with guns, you know, because you're climbing towers and unlocking the map and going and doing little side quests all over the map. Right. You know, Far Cry is just Assassin's Creed with guns then. Right. It just it isn't it isn't helpful. Right. The open world map is the same old thing. No, it's a similar canvas, but it's not the same old thing. It isn't. It isn't make do it. You make a better game then. How would you propose they do it differently? We're gonna do an open world game with areas that have discoveries, secrets, quests, side quests, uh, indigenous animals to that biome or that portion of the map, indigenous peoples, uh, as well as side quests from those peoples on that portion of the map. We're gonna do all these things in an open world. How would you do a map in an open world that wouldn't end up looking a lot like Spider-Man and Far Cry and Horizon Forbidden West Uh, these games all do very similar things with their map and their world discovery because it works it's it's like saying that well all shooters have aiming down sights scopes and reload animations yes because that's part and parcel to making a shooter having a big giant open world game is of course going to have these things on the map because it's part and parcel it's part of the, the natural and accepted mechanism of having an open world game in these days I agree it's hard to make something different, but that what makes a great game. I mean, heck, even Elden Ring's map has this on it. We've not played Elden Ring yet, but you look at the map and it lets you put markers just like Breath of the Wild and it shows you where it, where plants grow and where things are. I mean, it's... I don't know. You've got open-world fatigue, my friend. It kind of sounds like you might have open-world fatigue. I mean, listen, I'll be honest to w- with you. When I play one shooter after another, after another, after another, it is true that the mechanisms whereby you engage in combat all start to feel familiar. Aiming down sight, reloading, throwing a grenade, running, sliding. You know, it all starts to feel a little bit samey. But that doesn't mean that Halo and Call of Duty... And Apex Legends are all basically the same game with different environments. Like that just feels incredibly reductionist, you know. Haven't I said I'm worried about Elden Ring? I think I think the the concern should be that you should be worried about yourself. I think you've maybe potentially dug yourself into uh, a hole of cynicism and skepticism that's probably going to limit your ability to enjoy any game I don't necessarily think anything is any of this is the fault of the game developers I think I would place blame on you I think you're the common I think you're more of the constant in this equation than the games themselves are the constant is you look at systems that are similar and you judge them as if that's wrong or a dilution of your ability to enjoy it and I actually think that's more of a you problem than a game design problem I'm not attempting ad hominem here where like, I'm attacking you instead of your argument. I'm saying, if I were to diagnose this situation, I would say, well, you're the constant here. I don't think that these games, whether we look at Spider-Man Far Cry or Horizon Zero Dawn and their approach to doing open world, I don't think we can look at those and say well, because there's similarities in their open world execution, that is somehow a a detractor from my ability to enjoy it, I would say, no, you're the constant here. I think your skepticism, cynicism, or maybe even your sort of crossed-armed attitude of like, well, I'm not going to enjoy the game if it does something that another game did. I believe that your posture seems to ask the impossible of a game and that they're supposed to reinvent systems that work well when they don't need to. Like... Imagine Horizon Forbidden West bandwidth allocation and resource management being completely squandered because they're really really worried at, at, at straining at this gnat of well we need the open world experience to be dramatically different than every other open world game in existence and they focus too much on the technology and then the game itself you know suffers because instead of making a bunch of dope animals, biomes, weapons and fights, they're busy piddling away and saying, well, we can't have any similarities to other open world games. Innovation is the key, right? And they over-realize the importance of innovation and then they squander their their resources and their development efficiency and in the process they end up making a really just crappy game. Right? We've talked about this with people's concerns with respect to Forspoken Forspoken scenes incredibly focused on building a technical marvel in the open world genre and people are concerned that it's going to end up feeling like a tech demo more than a really really good game when you focus too much on the uniqueness of a game and the innovation of the game, the core elements are going to suffer because you're doing it for, for, for innovation's sake. I've talked about this with respect to, every time I play a first-person shooter, why do they have to reinvent the control scheme? It's not innovative, it's irritating. Just do the tried-and-true control st- scheme. Like, well, we don't want to use the control scheme of Call of Duty. Oh, who cares? Who cares? It ends up becoming a barrier. Innovation for the sake of innovation is actually, I think, a degradation of your quality usually. How many times have you opened up a, a, an, a, an app on your phone or gone back to a website and they've completely restructured and innovated their... their their menu systems, their UI, and their website or their application. And they've not done it because it was necessary. They did it because, well, innovation for the sake of innovation. And when you do innovation for the sake of innovation, what, what ends up happening is you end up with a, a, I think, a diluted or degraded product. You know? Let's make an analogy to other things that are in existence. Let's look at cars. So, to completely innovate and reinvent the the doors, the power windows, and the engine of a car, the chassis and the wheels and all of that, well, why would you reinvent all those things and innovate for the sake of innovation? All the research and development, all the hours spent you know scoping those things out when you could just make a really really great looking car with new and extra added safety features or tech features so maybe you add side impact airbags or maybe you add you know roll protection or cameras so that you don't get bumped or side swipe somebody right you enhance what's already there and you don't mess with the basics so that's analogous to an open world game. Why mess with the open world map system, the discovery systems, the side quest systems? Why fiddle with all of the basics when you can enhance what's already there? Look at Aloy's traversal. She's got a glider, she's got a grapple hook. She's got new tools at her disposal. She's got six skill trees. There's all sorts of an entirely, you know, new host of enemies and new biomes and new systems and underwater like all of that is being built on an existing system that they know just runs well so why care about those things those things are are becoming the fundamentals of an open world exploration exploration action adventure game with rpg elements so you can enhance the rpg elements the combat the weapons the enemies the settings the traversal so that the game feels fresh and new when the undercurrent of it is just very very solidly built open world systems right why was spider-man so good like why was spider-man so good because they took the open world concept and they built upon something that was sort of an understood thing and they just made it awesome you felt like spider-man they were worried about what traversal through the city spider-man combat spider-man abilities right that's what they focused on they didn't focus on reinventing open world systems open world systems and map clearing is it because the consumers are changing throughout the years? Like an 80-year-old doesn't care about new cars and features? I don't know if that's the case. It's just like, why would you bother wasting innovation on something that doesn't need innovated on? It's The expression is, don't reinvent the wheel. That expression exists for a reason, right? It exists for a reason. Let's say you want to build a board game, right? and the basic fundamentals of a good board game is it's a foldable piece of cardboard that you put out on a table and you use either a, uh, a number spinner or a die or, or, or a die or dice to move about that game and you have pieces that you put on the board, okay? So those are like sort of the fundamental pieces to a board game, right? And do you need to innovate on those things? Well, let's spend a bunch of hours and time research and development and, 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 uh, and resources and money Of our budget let's spend all that on reinventing uh dice we think dice are boring and played out every every board game has some form of a die or a pair of dice right and let's let's reinvent and reevaluate like what the board could be like and let's not use cardboard let's let's examine what we could do with maybe like augmented reality glasses so that the board is three-dimensional okay now you may want to do that because you want to be a pioneer and you want to be groundbreaking or you may say this is not conducive to what we want to build. We want to build just like a really really good strategy board game with eight different pieces per character and this dice and these cards and that and blah 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 and you do all that because you know the fundamentals of the board game don't matter. It's the pieces and the enhancements of the board game and the uniqueness and the rule sets that makes the board game enjoyable. I watched some people play some treasure hunter board game over Christmas where uh, there's a min, there's a max in the blue, in the red, in the green territories, and you can go for dogs or you can go for points. I forget the name of it. It might have just been Treasure Hunters. And the fundamentals and the rules are what made the game enjoyable. It didn't matter that it was on a board. It didn't matter that there was cardboard pieces. It was like, well, I've seen cardboard pieces in a cardboard board game before. That didn't matter. The medium and the canvas was, was... Uh, was immaterial to a certain degree. It didn't matter. It was superfluous. What mattered were the rules and how you were successful. That's what made the game enjoyable. Does it need to be open world? Some games need open world. Multiplayer shooters and games like GTA, Red Dead Redemption, but some games don't need to be open world. Enemy placement and only one route uh, gives a more controlled game. I'm looking for change. You all want the same thing. Who is the innovative one here no, no 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 again you you are your tried and true way of communicating is to be reductionist and disingenuous that's not what anybody's saying uh, nobody said here that they're wanting the same thing we've pointed to i've pointed to an entire host of upgrades enhancements additions and innovations in horizon forbidden west Uh, an an insane amount of new enemies, new biomes, new weapons twice the number of skill points six skill trees instead of like one or two skill trees, like very very much enhanced, innovated upon, you know, cinematic lighting haptic feedback for the bow and the stealth options when you're in the high grass, you know, when you're playing on the Playstation 5 and 3D audio and, and look at the intensity of the fight look at the agility, look at what Aloy can do in this game compared to the last game, all of that is innovative and new And we're all excited about it. Innovation for the sake of innovation leads to, I think, degradation. I think that leads to degradation. That's nice, but at its core, you're doing the same thing. False. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm not doing the same thing in Horizon Forbidden West I did in Horizon Zero Dawn. I've never fought these enemies. I've never had this level of traversal. I've never had this level of verticality. I've never gone into these biomes. I never swam underwater. I never had any of that in the first game. These are all brand new experiences. Strip it down to the mechanics. Let's just do this. Let's take what you're saying to its logical end. Every single game you play, do you know what you're doing? You're doing the same thing. You're holding a controller and you're pushing buttons. That's reductionist. I'm reducing the game down to its mechanical parts. This... Why play any video game? All you do is stare at a screen, respond to visual and auditory stimuli, and push buttons and move your thumbs accordingly. Right? That's reductionist. I'm reducing the variety of experiences you can have in gaming to the sheer mechanics of it. That's what you're doing. Oh, it's open world with, with enemies and weapons. You've I've done that before. You're reducing it to its mechanical parts. in a a disingenuous and reductionist way there was vertical climbing but not combat love the former in the first one can't wait for the latter he wants Horizon Forbidden West to be a Dark Souls clone what? why would he want that? somehow a completely controlled and structured game aka a hallway simulator is more innovative than open designs so he wants a linear why would you want a linear game as opposed to open world game I don't understand because you said it was more controlled? Enemy placement in only one route gives a more controlled game? Okay, so why is that superior? That can be your preference. I don't care if that's your preference. Argue why it's superior. You've not done that, you've not put that on display. You've merely established that that's what you would prefer. You want Dark Souls linear hallway hallway open open section little section big section boss fight it's more controlled because enemy placement is more you know intentional okay so you've made it clear you like souls games I've, I've i've played and beaten dark souls 3 and i'm working my way through sekiro now it's not open world it's more linear more structured but Bo- you know enemy placement's more intentional boss fights are more challenging and more intense why is that superior It means that you are less likely able to cheese your way through. So the premise then would be a more linear, more structured game is superior because it minimizes the ability to cheese. Have you watched any of the Dark Souls three guides in existence? Have you watched any of the Sekiro guides? There's plenty of cheese. What are you talking about? Dark Souls is like a cheese sandwich sometimes. What are you even saying? what do you think from software games are are immune to cheese I like open world Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of the best games made but when it's needed so in your mind this game with a post apocalyptic end of civilization rebirth of civilization and dinosaur monsters have taken over you think you think that this shouldn't be open world why What about this game's identity, storytelling, lore, world building, and action would you think that this doesn't belong in an open world game? I'll tell you what's going on. The goalposts are flying everywhere. Yeah, it's tough to keep a wrangle on this. I'm going to tell you what's going on. I can zoom out from the argument because I know I've interacted with Fairy Man a lot. So this is my attempt to be charitable and understanding of what he's saying. He really really likes the Dark Souls Sekiro Bloodborne format and Elden Ring is giving him so much cause and concern. He's taking it out on Forbidden West. I'm not trying to project or put words in your mouth, but that's what I think's going on. I could be 100% wrong. I could be totally off the mark. I think your concern about the thematic diversion that they're doing. They're diverting from the theme of 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 more linear structure. From software's building an open world game, I think that that concern has you riled up a little bit, and you're saying, and you're saying things about Forbidden West that are reductionist and unfair and disingenuous. This is coming from a place of concern, worry, and maybe frustration. People do this all the time. If you're irritated or frustrated at a particular thing, you might transfer that that to another thing. Your frustration with traffic might make you snap. You know, at the person in the drive-through, that's transference. You're you're frustrated with one thing. You, maybe you're anxious and worried about an interview, and so you're really short and curt with the with the the barista at Starbucks. That's transference. So I think your concern concerned and your worry and you're like, oh man, I'm a huge From Software fan. This open world thing they're doing with Elden Ring, I'm, I'm kind of anxious and worried about this. This might not be a very good game. This might end up being really, really something that I won't enjoy and we've waited all this time for it. And then you see another open world game and you kind of, you kind of, you kind of hit it, right? You take a swing at it. It'll make you feel good to like denigrate it and kind of chop it down a little bit. Yeah, it's just another open world game. It's, just that you just, it's the same thing you did in the, in the last game let me take some of what you said and let me just put it back in your lap so when you played Dark Souls 1, 2, and then you played 3, you basically played the same game right? well, I mean, when you played Sekiro, it was basically just Samurai Dark Souls you know, it was just Samurai Dark Souls with parry, you know, just parry your way through that game it's just another. It's just another very linear, you know, set piece oriented game with bosses and intentional enemy placement. You've already played that game. You're just playing another version of it. Do you see how that works? You hated Sekiro. Well, forget Sekiro. When you played when you played Dark Souls three, you had already played that game. You had already played it. You played Dark Souls one and two. Is the same as the same thing, wasn't it? linear linear based hallway based set piece based challenging enemies intentional enemy place based game you already played it similar weapons attack animations and strategies were were similar right do you understand the point that i'm making like how dumb do i sound when i say that to you i'm being dumb on purpose by the way for the sake of an example Fair man, I don't believe that that's true. I don't believe that when you enjoy Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, and Bloodborne for a variety of reasons, I do not believe you are basically playing the same game every time. But that's essentially what you have said about these games. And so I'm saying a very similar line of reasoning to you. And it does, and it should sound kind of dumb. It's not, It's. I don't think it's a fair way to assess a game's quality. I'll give you that, but the three games that are the same... I've played 30 games that are like Far Cry. No one's talking about Far Cry. No one's talking about Far Cry. And actually, wait a minute, what games have you played that are like Far Cry? Far Cry, even though it's a little copypasta, and I I like the genre, but I also see some of its copy-paste pitfalls, and it's you know, Assassin's Creed map puke. I, I definitely see those as shortcomings. Every game has their shortcomings, by the way, so don't be don't just wail on their shortcomings and act like Souls games don't have their own dadgum shortcomings, because they do, and I could wail on them for a while, okay? What other games have you played that are like Far Cry? Assassin's Creed is similar, but very different. If anything, Far Cry is like Assassin's Creed. Let's not get this backwards, right? Assassin's Creed is Far Cry, New Halo is Far Cry, Horizon was Far Cry. Gosh, where did where show us on the doll where Far Cry hurt you? What is the I don't understand? I don't I'm not I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm trying to be silly to keep the mood light. Like what in the world? How is Halo Far Cry? How is Halo Far Cry? How is Horizon Far Cry? Because they have similar systems? Is that all it takes? Is that, is that really all it takes? So is every fighting game Street Fighter? I like Far Cry, but it's too much. Maybe I play more than everyone. I gotta tell you, with respect, Fairy Man, most of what you're saying seems to stem from fatigue and not intellectual logical breakdown of systems i'm not denouncing your position i'm merely trying to say that this is the impression that i get it seems as though you suffer from gaming fatigue more than you are like a th- you, like you seem like a thoughtful person so that's why i'm engaging with you but it doesn't seem like you're being thoughtful you're a thoughtful person but even a thoughtful person can speak more primarily from emotion does that make sense Even the most brilliant philosopher can get really hungry and stub his toe and speak from emotion, okay? So, being thoughtful doesn't mean you're being thoughtful right now. I feel like you're speaking primarily from a place of fatigue than saying, like, well, let me break down the systems and why I think that... that, that, No, because the systems themselves are so dramatically different. The way that you move through... Horizon Zero Dawn and engage with the systems and the power fantasy and the trials uh, and the dialogue trees and the world building and the power building and the different powers that you could get and the different weapons that you got and the different and literally the fights. Oh my gosh, the fights, the machines, they were all so different and cool and like ripping pieces off and looking for weaknesses and all of that. I, I never had any of those experiences in Far Cry. You're stripping the game down to its mechanical parts. I think so, that's why I think it's so reductionist. It's like, here's all these things that they've done. But let me let me say it another way. Let me let me paint this picture. I just got a really good analogy that I think will help paint this picture. I could look underneath the ground at the root systems of a pine tree, a cedar, and a maple tree and be like they all look very similar. Why? I'm looking at the root systems. They're all very similar. Down here at the foundational level, they're all very similar. But if I lift my eyes up and I look at the intricacies of the branches and the heights and the growth and the and the and the, and the limbs and the and the the leaves and maybe the fruit, maybe one's an apple tree and a cherry tree, right? You're looking so down at the bottom root systems of like, well, mechanically speaking, foundationally speaking, there's an open world map with things for me to do and boxes for me to check. These games are so samey. You're, you're looking, you're just reducing them to their mechanistic parts as opposed to seeing the differences in them. And when you see the differences between a pine tree, a cedar, a maple, and a cherry tree, you see the beauty in the differences. And I worry that you're not seeing the beauty in the differences. You're just looking at them the, 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 in such a mechanistic way. This has been a good discussion, by the way. I always enjoy a, a good a good back and forth. So you deserve points for that. I'd probably say they all look like trees. Yeah. See, what a oh, what a sad thing to not see trees and the beauty in their differences. That would be. That's to me is that all that's sad. Oh, that's tragic. Trees are beautiful. They're trees are honestly, I've talked about this before. I find trees to be fascinating. I think they're fascinating. Think about, think about what a tree is. A tree is the closest thing we have to ancient beings. They're ancient. They're so old. And they've been around for so long. And they come from something that is incredibly small. And their materials are unbelievably useful. It's insane to me that you can go out and chop a tree down. And treat the wood, carve the wood, and make a chair. And that chair can be around for generations. A table can be in a a family for generations. That's, that's That's phenomenal to me as a material. And beyond that. They're these ancient beings that tower over us. They've been here before you were here, and they'll be here long after you're here. They're like the dinosaurs of the plant world. All other plants are here and gone. Corn, soybeans, rose bushes. They're here, and they're gone, and they're here, and then they're gone. Now, some plants and bushes are evergreen. They're always around, sure. But trees, to me, are the dinosaurs of the plant world. There's something mystical and ancient about them. They're cool. It makes sense why druids and people worship them and thought that they were there was something magical about them because they they all they they are they're the dinosaurs of the of the of the of the plant world. They're phenomenal. They're so cool. But when we go on a walk through our neighborhood, there's this one house. It's my favorite house. There's the I call them the twin gods. They're these two gigantic trees and they're twins. They're right next to each other. They're massive. They're like three stories high. And the sad part is, is so many people drive by, walk by, and they never look at them. Just look at a tree and meditate on it. All the intricate systems that allowed that thing to grow and stay alive. Like the the way that the water through the soil and photosynthesis and all the animals that live in it and the insects that live on it. It's a dadgum universe in your backyard. It's beautiful. And you're like, yeah, it's a tree. And a video game, a video game is that. It's a universe. It's got animals and rules and and water and and, and all these intricate moving parts. And you're like, yeah, it's just another video game. Ugh. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. To look at a video game and be like, to look at this and be like, it's just another video game. It's It's a world. It's insanely awesome and cool. What a spectacle of human innovation and ingenuity and creativity. It's Far Cry. It's just another Far Cry. Ugh. It causes me pain. <laughs> it causes me pain. You're 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 looking you're oh golly, it's like you're looking through smoked glass at a beautiful painting and you can't see it. It seems fuzzy, so you don't see the details and the brush strokes. You got to bust through that glass. Whatever it is that's caused you to see things this way, you're looking through smoky glass at a Van Gogh, you know? And you're looking at the Mona Lisa through smoke glass. Oh, it's just another painting. I can't really see any difference. I can't, it's, it's indistinguishable between the last painting. What a tragedy that would be. To so take somebody to a museum and make them well, wear like smoked out, oops. That's not good for the mic. Make them wear like smoked out glasses, you know, so they don't see any of the distinguishing things between, you know, between like looking at a Van Gogh or the statue of David or the Mona Lisa or or their, you know, take them to another part where there's. I'm trying to think of some of the more famous artists that are out there, you know, Da Vinci. You 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 look at you look at something that just is mind blowing. But you can't see it because you're wearing these smoked-over glasses, and everything looks indistinct from the last thing. Have you thought about doing a natural world channel? No. <laughs> this is this is just me. Oh, I needed a drink. Holy moly, my 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 uh, my throat was getting dry. Does a tree sway in the wind, or does a tree sway and cause the wind? No, no, there's science around wind. The wind is what moves the tree. Can you hear wind? No, you hear the effect of wind. (laughs) Right? You can't hear wind. You hear the effect of wind when it crosses through a narrow pathway and makes almost a whistling sound when it rustles leaves. You can't hear wind. You can only hear the effects of wind. Need you to narrate the next Planet Earth movie? <laughs> People be like, he gets a little too passionate. Can we go back to the calm British guy? You know, it's more meditative. <laughs> uh, you should watch Fantastic Fungi. I don't. I don't know what that is. I've never heard that passion for trees before. Oh, I love trees. I love them. I do. That's my favorite thing about our neighborhood is it's there's a, it's an old neighborhood, so the trees are all just huge. Oh, I love them. I really do. It would be a treat. I'd get emotional, I think, if I went and got to see either like uh, the cedars of Lebanon or go out west and see the big towering redwoods. I'd probably get emotional because it would just be just... It would be, it would be so, it would be awe-inspiring. Like, oh my gosh, for something to be that big, to be that monstrous, to be that ancient, you know, it's cool. Like I said, it's there's something mystical about it. <laughs> I'm gonna, go for, I'm going for a smoke. I'll watch through the glass. All right, all right. Horizon Forbidden West should have an animal ecosystem like Red Dead Redemption 2, like a food chain of some type. This is why Far Cry fans are a little salty. Well, yeah, Far Cry 6 didn't do very well. It didn't do very well. Old Gen's definitely holding back Horizon. Same with God of War Ragnarok. I believe that's an untenable position, Black Superman. I don't think you can prove that position. I don't. I think when you look at footage like this with dynamic ray tracing uh, and lighting and individual moving parts on the animals and the and the graphical fidelity, uh, the animations on Aloy and her hair, none of this will be present on the old gen, none of it. None of it will be present on old gen. Dynamic lighting, 3D audio, haptic feedback on the controllers, no. Having actual cinematic lighting throughout your gaming experience instead of just in cutscenes no. I don't think this game was held back at all. You missed my entire argument at the beginning of the video, if you think Old Gen held this game back, you're missing the forest for the trees. You're missing the forest for the trees. They started building this game with their existing engine and assets so they could get started on the development cycle so that you could have this game in, the, in February of 2022. If you think Old Gen is holding this game back, then you wouldn't have had a Horizon Forbidden West or a Horizon Zero Dawn sequel probably until 2025 or 2026. And for what? the graphics could be a little bit prettier there's a ceiling on how good games can look to begin with go play Ratchet and Clank and Returnal they're beautiful games I don't see anything in this game that looks like it's held beneath the ceiling of old gen graphical fidelity this game is going to likely look look and perform better than those two games if not as well as those games Ratchet and Clank and Returnal truly next gen games It's still a PS4 game at heart. It's not, in ha- it's not using the full capabilities of the PS5. Okay, that's your assertion. Prove it. What full capabilities of the PS5 is Horizon Forbidden West not tapping into? And when I ask a question like this, be fair warned. I'm ready. So go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. What full capabilities of the PS5 is Horizon Forbidden West not tapping into? I'm, I'm really anxious for your answer graphics can be scaled design can't okay come on flesh it out though what full capabilities of the ps5 is horizon forbidden west not tapping into i want to know you have to you have to put meat on the bones you can't just make the assertion you got to argue assertions are assertions are easy argumentation's hard i'm I'm, i'm genuinely curious because I know what I have in my pocket. I have a lot of evidence that that's not true. So it's not a game that had been made for the PS4? No. Not necessarily. No. So when you play Days Gone on PC, do you feel that the game's held back? Do you? God of War's coming to PC in January. You think it's going to be held back? It was originally built for PS4. When I play Days Gone on the PC... Did did I feel like it was held back by the the initial design frame of what it was built for? Graphics, gameplay, performance of the game, load times. Is there any evidence of the way that Days Gone runs on PC to prove that it was held back by the fact that it was initially built for the PlayStation 4? Do you have any evidence of that? No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Do you have any evidence of that? Do you have any evidence that Horizon Forbidden West isn't tapping into the full capabilities of the PlayStation 5? I am well ready to, to dismantle that argument. You've yet to point to anything, so I'm waiting. I've already got things in my corner to prove that argument false. It's very easy. It's extremely easy. That's why I'm waiting. Because I really want to pull off the the, the the beautiful checkmate. For example, the mammoth animals and most Probably the flying robots are not mountable. Maybe on PS5, animals like the turtle and cobra would have been mountable. Speculation, not proof, not evidence. The fact that it had to be made for the PS4 is enough. Again, presumption, assumption, and not evidence. Show you evidence? Sure. You ready? So the data controller in the PS5 allows for seamless load times and cutscene to gameplay transitions that were shown off in sequences like in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart as well as Returnal. And then, a game originally made for the Playstation 4, Ghost of Tsushima, was updated to interact with the architecture of the PS5 to give seamless load times. There are now no longer load times in PS5. So that's not quite check make, but it's pretty close. Secondly. There are things like 3D audio and the use of cinematic lighting that on the PlayStation 4 doesn't exist, except in cutscenes. There's dynamic lighting, there's cinematic lighting in the cutscenes, but the haptic feedback, the 3D audio, and the cinematic lighting in gameplay is not possible on the PS4. That is utilizing the full capabilities of the PlayStation 5. Haptic feedback, 3D audio, instantaneous load times, and better graphical fidelity are all the marks of a PlayStation 5 game that can be seen on full display in Ratchet & Clank Returnal, as well as in the 4K checkerboard 60fps upgrade to God of War, as well as in the seamless load time of Ghosts of Tsushima. So, there is no evidence that Horizon Forbidden West is not able to take advantage of the full capabilities of the PlayStation 5 when both brand new PlayStation 5 games are showing similar graphical fidelity that Horizon Forbidden West has, as seen in, in Ratchet and & Clank and Returnal, and games like God of War and Ghost of Tsushima have been able to be adapted to the full capabilities and the powers of the PlayStation 5 with instantaneous load time, 3D audio, haptic feedback, in the controller. These are technical features, not design. Yeah, you have not provided a single amount of evidence that the design framework of the game was held back because they didn't build it specifically for the PS5. I'll, I'll do you one better. And this is the checkmate. They didn't have the dev kits for the PlayStation 5 when these games were initially built. Ergo, your position is erroneous and false. This game was not scoped, spec'd out, and built for PlayStation 5 and then... Reeled in and reined in to be built for the PlayStation 4. It was literally initially built with existing assets and engines, and the dev kits for the PlayStation 5 were not in existence yet. It, not, they were not in existence yet. So your position is erroneous and false. There was there there, there was there was no version of these games that was even in, in envisioned without the existing assets and engines and pieces. You didn't show anything that's showing it's not held back? Impetus is on you. I pointed to tons of evidence that the game's not being held back. All you've done is presume and assume. Whose position do you think is stronger? At its heart, it's a PS4 game. That doesn't mean it's being held back. Doesn't mean it's being held back. Both Returnal and, got, and Ratchet and & Clank Rift Apart Both both Returnal and Ratchet and & Clank Rift Apart were built purely for PlayStation 5. They don't do anything that Horizon Forbidden West isn't doing. So when a PC game is designed for the 3090 and the 970 at the same time, the 970 is holding it back. Right. Game dev here. The PlayStation 4 being the original console the game was developed on does not affect anything on the PlayStation 5. I've shipped five games now that are on both. How about PC games? Are games held back by minimum requirements of games? My GTX 1060 can start and run any game. Right. You you haven't provided any evidence. We have shown that, the, that what the PlayStation 5 offers better graphical fidelity better load times haptic feedback and 3D audio Horizon Forbidden West is going to have all those things to the same degree that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Returnal had, both games built specifically for Playstation 5 only and then you say, oh well that's evidence obviously to the contrary of your position so you reject or ignore the evidence and you act as if well, no, it's game design systems. It's, it's it's the design and the framework of the games that could have been different. <laughs> that's presumption and assumption. There's no way to know that that's what they would have done. It's presumptuous to think that if Guerrilla decided to build the game specifically for PlayStation 5... For the sheer act of bandwidth, efficiency, and resource allocation, they'd have been like, let's just use our existing assets and raise all the graphics and make the load time better and get some 3D audio design guys in here and use the haptic feedback. We have an existing engine, we have existing assets, why we rebuild our entire dadgum game? So, again, the presumption and the assumption that the game is being held back is ignorance to game design at, at every level. I'm not mean. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's ignorant. It's ignorant. At every level of game design, it's ignorant. Like, like they would have been like, well, we're going to make it for PlayStation 5 only. Okay, let's rebuild our entire engine and game systems. Why would you do that? You have existing assets, an existing engine, and a fully functional game. Let's just ratchet up the graphical fidelity. Let's add ray tracing. Let's add cinematic lighting, haptic feedback, three D audio. Yeah, let's 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 really do it. Oh yeah, let's remove load time completely. Look at what Ghost of Tsushima did. We can do that. Those are all the things that the PlayStation Five promises. You're envisioning some world where, as a developer, they would make an incredibly foolish decision to say, well, we have existing assets, an existing engine, and we have the entire game world and how it's designed and how Aloy moves and combat functions. Let's rebuild all of that for what purpose? The presumption that we should be able to mount flying animals and that the big enemies like the mammoth could behave differently. Again, no facts, no evidence, just presumption and assumption. tech guru here if horizon 2 was being held back then it wouldn't have 3d audio ray tracing and the insta loading that's what i'm saying ghost of tsushima proves that you can adapt a game to the playstation 5 to take what what the phrase it was used is it's not it's not taking advantage of the full capabilities what what full capabilities are you talking about when i asked that question i wasn't given any examples because you don't have any because instantaneous loading and cinematic lighting and 3d audio and better graphical fidelity 60 fps performance all of those things are things that the playstation 5 promised so what's this full capability of the playstation 5 that's not being capitalized on what is it what was promised to you on the playstation 5 that horizon forbidden west is 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 falling under what i wasn't given any examples There's no world where designing for eight year old hardware cannot hold back leveraging new hardware. Whether or not that bothers you is a different discussion. No, that's not true, Ellerian. No. You can design a game right now with existing assets that function just fine on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, and you can ratchet up and take advantage of all these new technological advancements, but you're still using the same assets and the same dadgum engine. Where do you think the cinematic lighting comes from? Where do you think ray tracing came from? These are new things that the old systems aren't capable of. Cinematic lighting at 60 FPS, ray tracing performance modes, all these things are not possible on the old systems. What are you talking about? That's not true. Just because you're using existing assets and and an engine that was built and ran on old systems doesn't mean that engine and those assets are not agile and can't be adapted to new systems. My gosh, look at the Unreal Engine with Fortnite and look at what it can do for other games. The Unreal Engine, Unreal 4, and now Unreal 5. Well, let's just look at Unreal Engine 4. You can make all sorts of games on Unreal Engine 4 for old systems, but then in the same engine with the same assets, make the game look insanely better on PC. They, they do it all the time. They do it all the time. You're buying into headline culture. You know, oh, it's being held back. And when you look at the facts and you look at the evidence, there's no evidence to say that. PS4 doesn't technically support any form of SSD because its controller doesn't support the data transfer speeds. Right, so even if you plug an SSD into your PlayStation 4, you're not going to get the data controller speeds that you get on a PlayStation 5. You're asking a non-arguable question. You're asking chat to prove without any objective performance metrics on release hardware. That there's some level of discrepancy no I'm asking somebody no, no 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 I'm not asking an unarguable question they're making the claim and not backing it with everything I'm not the one that made the claim the burden of proof isn't on me I didn't make the claim yeah it's being held back well can you prove it no you're asking a non-arguable question well you're the one that made the claim not me I didn't claim that the game was being held back I pointed to things that we can see, tangible things from the performance of the game to the tech specs outlined by the developers themselves, and I've compared that and contrasted that to two games that are built only for the PlayStation 5, as well as something that was done to Ghost of Tsushima when it was updated, proving that the game's not being held back. You can't just make the claim and then when you're pressed upon it, you reject all my evidence and you just and you just live in presumption and assumption. You're presuming and assuming that it's being held back. There's no evidence that it is. I've shown plenty of what I think is compelling and credible evidence that it's not being held back at all. Can we go back to trees? I just subscribed on this argument alone. I appreciate high-level intellectual rants. Ha ha ha! Thank you. You will get plenty of those here. You will notice, by the way, the people that I'm disagreeing with, they're not leaving and no one's name calling. We do this all the time. We duke it out. It's a blast. It's fun, but we keep it respectful. You'll notice I've kept it safe for work as well. Even as passionate as we get, uh, I keep it safe for work. Thanks for being here. Anybody who's a new uh, subscriber. So from what I understand of what you're saying, if there's an elevator in the game for loading in PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 version will not have the elevator. Well, now, hang on. I didn't say that. If, structurally speaking, a game has masked a loading screen with an elevator, you may be on the elevator a shorter amount of time on the PlayStation 5. In the realm of fast travel, a fast travel is a better example. Ghost of Tsushima fast travel had like a loading screen with hints and tips. On the PlayStation 5, that is gone it's gone there's no load times i click anywhere on the map and i'm there Bing, like that it's it's awesome it is it is truly awesome no load times at all now old school games you're right they would be like like a door is closed and then it opens and that's their loading screen and they hide it maybe you'll be in the elevator like a couple of seconds and on the playstation 4 maybe you're in the elevator a little bit longer yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they've got elevators in, uh, in in Horizon Forbidden West. I'm saying you're completely ignoring how design works. You're stating these features work so it's not held back. I'm saying there is no world where you can see what isn't in the game. Which makes the assertion that it's holding back more stupid than my argument that it's not, Alarian. You understand that you just argued... Claiming it's being held back is is arguably more stupid than me saying it isn't held back because me saying it isn't held back I can point to things that are evidences of, of its of its next-generation technical prowess y- You can't point to anything to show that it didn't get where it could have gotten. It's it's more illogical to claim that The medium for example was a next-gen only game. It couldn't render two worlds at once that couldn't be done on playstation 4 and the xbox one okay what does that have to do with the discussion that's likely why ratchet and clank rift apart was only on the playstation 5 because at a design level they wanted to have individual worlds that you could rift into instantaneously and that probably wasn't something that they could do like when they had like a crack in the in the in the fabric of time and you walked through it it was awesome it was really really awesome So sure, if there's some other universe in the multiverse where Horizon Forbidden West wanted to render two worlds at once and they didn't do that because they built it in existing assets, yeah, you're right. You are ignoring the development structure of these games. God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Forbidden West were built with existing assets and engines shortly after the first games ended. We know this from the voice actor in God of War Ragnarok and we know this from Guerrilla. You're ignoring that. So, it's not held back. Why? Because their original plan was to build the sequel and to build it with existing assets in the engine. And then, when the PS5 dev kits came out, what'd they do? We're gonna tap into as much of the PlayStation 5's power as we can. It's being held back! Just absolutely ignore everything that I just said, if you want to think that. Uh, yeah, for later. Thanks, Mama. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Games and engines are mutable. That's the other thing to consider. That's what I'm saying. The engine and the assets are mutable. They ported the dadgum game to PC. They ported days gone to PC. They ported that they, they ported, uh, death stranding to PC. These things are mutable. They can be updated and changed. They can be improved. And again, and again, It's far more likely in your fantasy world, where they wanted to build the game for PlayStation 5 only, it's extremely probable and likely they would have used the existing assets and engine because it's more efficient. It's more economical. (laughs) You're going to bring the minimum viable product to bear on the market faster if you used existing assets and the existing engine. So it stands to reason, even if they would have waited for the PlayStation 5 dev kits, even if they would have decided to make Horizon Forbidden West PlayStation 5 only, they still would have used the existing engine and the existing assets and likely made a very, very similar game to the one we're going to get in February. It's still way more probable in that alternate universe that I'm right. Now that's not hubris and arrogance to think that I'm right in two universes. You get what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) my wife's in the room taking shots you get what I'm saying right like it based on the pattern in the industry get out of here based on the pattern in the industry they would have used the existing assets and engine virtually every game does that when they build their next game why because it's economical it's smart it's efficient By their point, then no game that comes out isn't held back. The second a game starts being made, the technology's out of date shortly after, and therefore what's being made is held back. That's ridiculous. Oh, Fuzzy, that's such a great point. Thank you. That's excellent. Okay, so if things can be updated and changed, doesn't that then necessarily, necessarily imply that the previous product was less in some way? Sure, but your point combined with Fuzzy's point, technology is always moving forward, so every game designed ever is held back because it doesn't get to institute the new texture mapping, the new lighting, the new rendering, the new whatever, unless, man, whew, this'll be crazy, right? Unless the engines are mutable and you can update them and add in DLSS and other things like that. you've opened my mind Uh, I used to say that uh, games are being held back but from what is being shown as of now I haven't seen games being held back outside of load times and resolution that's literally the point then okay so Alarian you understand then everything I've been arguing against that the game has been held back it's an illogical and stupid position you're arguing that they're being illogical not insulting it's an illogical and stupid position Everything you've just said invalidates their claim. It invalidates their claim. I don't have to invalidate their claim. You just did it. There's no way to know what it would have been if it would have been designed for PlayStation 5. We could make probability predictions, and the probability prediction would be, based on the industry standard and the behavior of most of these development companies, they would have said, even with the PS5 dev kit, we're going to use the existing engine and assets and we're going to add in all this pretty stuff. Why? It's efficient and economical. we got to get a game to market. Yo, yeah, what's good, Hot Rain? It's not held back the same way as a PS3 and Xbox 360 held back because of the architecture. All of them are on X86 now. Bloober Team Producer... Jacek Zeba said why the medium was cross-gen. It needed the power of the Series X. It couldn't accomplish what they wanted if it was oh, why it wasn't cross-gen. Buddy, you're missing the point. Man, you're missing the point. That only makes sense if they wanted to render two worlds at once in God of War Ragnarok or Horizon Forbidden West. Given that they started building the games before the dev kits were even out for PlayStation 5, your claim is wrong. I'm saying giving rendering technologies and available juice in the tank, you cannot possibly argue that having less juice in the tank gives you the same output as more in the tank. No, that's that's not true. No. Plenty of games are developed... For old gen consoles in mutable, updatable engines, and they look and run beautiful and even look next gen on PC. Like, that that isn't true. That is what is that is wholly ignorant of how engines and assets work. You think it's you think they just they just waved pixie dust and somehow managed to get cinematic lighting and 3D audio in in Horizon Forbidden West on the PlayStation 5? No, they tapped into the power of the PlayStation 5 and they added those systems into the game. Why? Because the game's mutable. You can update it and change it. You can do things to it. We're arguing the quality of the game, which I've already said is irrelevant. How is that irrelevant to a conversation which stands on the premise that the game has been held back by old gen? And when I asked What was the full capacity and the full capabilities of the PlayStation 5 that it wasn't tapping into? What did people say? Well, we don't know. I mean, there were design elements that they probably couldn't do. Well, that's presumption and assumption. You're presuming that they wanted to do things they couldn't do. And it's a false presumption and assumption because they started the development cycle before the PlayStation 5 dev kits were even out. Ergo, it's an erroneous starting point. It's not a a logical starting point. Well, we wanted to do all this great stuff with Horizon Forbidden West, but oh shucks. The CEO said we got to do cross-gen support. Guess we can't do that. No, that's false. They started building the game with existing engine and assets. Therefore, they weren't looking to do those things. They were just looking to make a great sequel. What if God of War Ragnarok has the same kinds of walking sections like going through rock cracks, ETC, which were used to load the next area? Will you admit it's being held back then? No, because... That is superfluous to the argumentation that it's being held back. Walking through a crack, what is it, it, w- that's going to ruin your experience? If you fast travel, there won't be any load times. The PlayStation 5 promised stronger graphical fidelity, instantaneous load times, haptic feedback, and 3D audio. If you get all those things, I don't understand what you feel like you're missing out on. Oh, by golly, having to squeeze through this rock wall for 6, you know, point, point five or whatever, however long it takes, like 1 to 2 seconds, I just cannot abide that. This game has been so held back. That's not an example of a game being held back. You have to define what being held back means, and being held back comes with it a chock full of assumptions about, like, it's not going to look as good, run as good, or be as good as it could have been. And your example is, I might have to squeeze through a rock wall to mask a load time. If that's your strongest argument, then I'm happy to see that you're conceding. (laughs) That is just you conceding that you don't have an argument. You might have to squeeze through a rock wall? (laughs) Come on. I'm not saying you're ignorant. I'm saying it's ignorant to act like engines aren't mutable. There are plenty of games, Allary, and you know this is true. There are plenty of games that they build in an engine that can be beautiful in next-gen here and not so much down here. It's a spectrum of features. That's generally what what next-gen is, is it's a bunch of new features. Like, define what a next-gen game is supposed to look like. It's supposed to be prettier, run better, and load better. I mean, that's basically the three things. Look better, run better, load better. That's basically it. $5 tip from Solid Snake. I just found this channel just now, and you, sir, speak too much truth. Subscribe. Well, thank thank you. Listen, if you're new, I promise you we all get along. I promise you we all get along This is what we do It's a daily video gaming news talk show I keep it safe for work We get passionate and disagree It makes for great television I'm here Monday through Friday So make sure when you hit subscribe Set that bell button to all So you don't miss our shows We have a great time We cover New World MMORPGs We just covered Ashes of Creation yesterday Just this morning we covered New World We'll be covering Elden Ring From Software Games Playing through Sekiro Lots of great stuff So make sure you come back for that I think fundamentally we're disagreeing on what held back means. I'm saying there are fundamental things you cannot do with less juice in the tank than if you had more. Yes, and I'm saying that those things that they're not able to do, it's all immaterial presumption. Which means nothing to me. If you want to get all you know, down... I'm not you, Alarian. Generically here. If people want to get all down in the mouth and pouty about, like, this game's being held back. We we believe in generations. You know, they lied to us. PlayStation 4. It could be so much better. If you want to do that and rob yourself of, like, the height of enjoyment, like you're going to limit your enjoyment of the game because of some immaterial, presumed, nondescript held back, like, version of the game that you think could have existed, you are wasting your emotion and energy in the most literal sense. That's just such a waste. Means nothing to you. That's completely fine. I take no issue with that. I think spending emotion on a presumed universe, especially, answer me this, answer me this. The people that think the game's being held back, answer me this. They started building these games with the existing engines and and assets right after their predecessors launched. We know this is true of God of War and Horizon. We know it's true, okay? According to your position, should they then have waited to start development cycles until the PS5 dev kits were in existence so they wouldn't hold the game back? That's the answer I want. Answer me that question. According to your premise and starting point, I believe it's logical to conclude then they should have waited until the PS5 dev kits were in circulation so they could have realized the game's full potential. Is that a fair conclusion to draw from your premise? I want to know. Am I being fair to your position? Because if I am, I got haymakers waiting for you. Do you think that that's that's a fair conclusion? According to your premise... They should have waited, right? They should have waited until the PS5 dev kits were out to fully realize the game's potential and all these cool things they could have done, right? That's a question I have for you. It's your position, not mine. I think maybe the debate with Lono is being taken out of contents. I enjoy the back and forth, and Horizon uh, Forbidden West looks like an awesome game. I will enjoy the heck out of it. I know, Alarian, you're, you're you're playing a lot of Devil's Advocate, and that's totally fine. No, they should not have held it back unless they thought it was better for the image they have for their game and if it was financially feasible. I only say that for games pre-next-gen launch. Infamous Second Son started development before getting the PS4 dev kit. Next-gen games can start development before the dev kits arrive. So, what evidence do you have that Horizon Forbidden West is not next-gen and is being held back? Where, where, Where's the evidence? You haven't provided me with any evidence. Where's the evidence that Second Son tapped into the... P- do that for me then. Why was Second Son then considered next-gen? There was a time where PS4 was next-gen. So in that context and in that time frame when, when Second Son launched, what about that game made it next-gen? What do they do? Tell me. I'm I am genuinely curious. Because I think what you're going to do is you're going to list a bunch of features. It loaded faster. It looked better. Better, better performance is prettier, better resolution. You're probably going to list a bunch of performance features. More than likely, that's what you're going to say. Was it a completely different game on the PS- PS4? So, I'm going to presume, since nobody wants to answer me, because I know you guys are scared of like logically drawing conclusions from premises. You're like scared of it. I'll do it for you. If they would have said the game will be held back if we build it with existing assets, we're going to wait for the PlayStation 5 dev kit to come out, then the game that's launching in February wouldn't exist. You'd be waiting for the game to launch in probably 2025 or 2026. Therefore, the game launching in February wasn't held back because it wasn't the game that you're asking for. You're asking for a game that doesn't exist, a game where they would have waited for the PlayStation 5 dev kits, and they did not therefore your statement is not applicable to the game launching in February nothing really they scaled back the graphics and it ran on Playstation 3 probably you just landed my plane Infamous Second Son was next gen because it was not launched on the Playstation 3 that's what people's thought process is It's so funny, too, because you know what's funny is if they would have launched Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation 5 only with the cinematic lighting, instantaneous load times, 3D audio haptic feedback, and they wouldn't have launched it on PS4, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Why? You would have presumed that they built a game just for you and your system and that it wasn't held back, and you'd have no idea that it was just built on a bunch of existing assets and made prettier <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah this is truly next gen baby like <laughs> you freaking <you're laughs> and clank ripped apart it's truly next gen why well it's not on a playstation 4 now, there's actual factual reasons why it's next gen, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> the game looks amazing, it's beautiful, it's unprecedented, instantaneous loads, 3D audio, and haptic feedback, and cinematic lighting in the game instead of just in the cutscenes. But it's loading on the PS4, so this thing surely didn't reach its full potential. The visionary founder of Epic Games said that hard drives are holding back the industry. However, he did not say hard drives. He said rusty rotating media. Right. I mean, SSDs and the data controller on the PlayStation 5 have created things that are that thought that were thought impossible five years ago. Feel free to throw these questions at me uh, for games that started development after getting the new hardware. I have no real opinion on one started without the tag devs use a lot of trickery to make a game run smoothly on specific hardware we will never know if they decided to keep certain feature out because it would have run it wouldn't have run on the old consoles right and that's why I said it's all presumption and assumption it's, I think it's I think it's not I think it's just unfair presumption and assumption given what we know about how God of War and Horizon Forbidden West were developed. We know that the, the these games were developed almost immediately after the sequels, uh, I'm sorry the initial games launched, which means they just started using existing assets and engines. and I got news for you, they would have done that anyway. They'd have done that anyway. That's what every game company does. That's what they do. You think Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is an entirely new game with all new architectures? No! They used existing assets and the existing engine. But what happened? Their vision for the game was literally, the entire story is built around two worlds rifts through time and none of that was going to work the artistic representation of that story and that vision wasn't going to work on old gen. So what'd they do? They left it behind. Right? you're presuming that they did that with forbidden west and god of war and i just don't think that presumption has legs i don't i don't think the presumption has credible legs to, to, to think that they were like well well I mean, you know we could have done all this stuff with like you know rifts in time and simultaneous rendering of worlds and uh, you know dinosaurs that could rap uh <laughs> but you know scrap it No, because they started building these games before they had the PS5 dev kits. Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine will be built for PS5? That's very likely. It's very, very likely. It's also very likely that given the global reach of Spider-Man and his popularity and the saturation of the PlayStation 4 in the global market, they'll have a degraded version for the PlayStation 4 because they like money. wrapping dinos oh we sold coffee and I did not uh, I did not uh, call it out hang on Uh, a dark roast for blueberry puffin that was earlier I am so sorry and then a frickmas blend for Trisha thank you so much Ragnarok will be the last cross-gen major first-party title for PlayStation. That is that is likely to be very true, yes. Yes. That's likely to be very true. I think new games that are developed with access to the new hardware could be argued that they may be held back to fit new and old hardware, but not really ones that started prior to having the new gen to even work with. That's exactly what I've been trying to say, Distorted. Yes. It's so presumptive to think that they somehow had versions of these games that are going to be unrealized when they started building them before they had the dev kits. It just, you see, uh, it's been an amazing debate. This has been really enjoyable. So thank you to everybody who jumped in the ring. Oh golly, we, have, we, we hit another milestone today. If you're a new sub or you haven't hit the sub button yet, my gosh, thank you. Just another, Just another banner day. You, this is nuts. This is just nuts. We are we, we are getting very close to 10K, 10,000 subs being a reality. So thank you to all the new and long-standing subs. If you have ordered a t-shirt from 80s Tees or a display, my Amazon affiliate link, if you've ordered coffee, thank you for all those things. Keep in mind the coffee is mine. This is something that my my family owns and ships to you. This is not something you go to some other company for. Now, the t-shirt, yes, you go to 80s Tees or display. That gets me a kickback, but... These are uh, these are these are great ways to support me directly. Love you, Lono. Oh, here's the thing: Black Superman and Alarian, and who is the other person? I forget who the other person was. You have to know. I have a great respect for you. If I swing hard, I know you can take it. I mean, your name is Black Superman, so you know we know you can take it. But. I know people can take it that's why i that's why i get in that lane of like i'm 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 i'm, I'm taking swings i watched a, a, a real quick summary of like tyson's most famous uh boxing matches and i was like what an animal like in the in the in the kindest way i can say it he was just an animal in the ring golly what a threat the way he got oh the way he navigated the inside was just merciless anyway I, a ferryman, yeah. I only throw hard swings and passionate swings at people that I know have a chin, right? I know I'm punching Rocky Balboa. Like, I know you can take it. Like, you got a chin, and I know you'll keep coming back. So, it's a sign of respect if I do that. Um, so... Hopefully it's taken that way. <laughs> As you guys continue to come back and you give me a great show, like, the people in the audience are like, this is great. They're like eating popcorn or they're at work like typing away they're like, this is great. <laughs> they don't need to have dev kits to start making a next-gen-only game. Them not having the dev kits when they started development is not proof of the game not being held back. Yeah, well, I, I, I think it is. I think it is. So, I, um... I think using existing engines and asset pieces is par for the course for game development. I think that's commonplace. And I think once they got the dev kits, they ramped up and did things that would make the game better and more cool and awesome and dope and all of that on the PlayStation 5. Therefore, my conclusion is I see no evidence the game of being held back. I don't. Heard my name and I looked up. Oh, we were talking about people that are are worthy sparring partners. Yeah, Doomslayer was also debating me and Doomslayer's still here. You know what I mean? All good. I'm just ready for Friday to see Lono rage on Sekiro. (laughs) Oh, I love that you guys love that. I do because you know it's funny. This is going to sound so weird but from Fridays have been oddly therapeutic and let me explain why. When people accept you and accept your emotional state that's like a really therapeutic thing right like if somebody sort of accepts you in your sadness or your grief or your rage and so the fact that i can rage and get salty and get taken to my 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 boiling point and you guys accept it and you're like this is great this is good <laughs> you endure me does that make sense that's like a really cool thing to experience as a person for people to be like no yeah we love you enough and think this is dope enough we'll endure this you get a little salty a little you know complainy and ragey whatever we like it <laughs> It's re- it feels really good to be like alright I'm gonna let the monster out <laughs> I'm gonna let the monster out and you guys like it's cool we think he's we think he's great sometimes Lono sometimes not not every day <laughs> <laughs> you like From Friday because you get to ban lots of people? We actually don't ban that many people. That's that's actually not true. The most bans we did was during the Cinder fight, and I we, it was like three or four people, and they all deserved it. They were being douchey. They were being douchey. We, we, people acted like I banned a ton of people during the Cinder fight. I think we banned four people that day. Maybe five. That's it. We actually don't ban that many people on Friday. Generally speaking, like the one day I told the guy, I said, look, man, I got a little, I got a little snippy with you. I said, "But it's my first time," and he said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know." And he was chill the rest of the stream. I'm learning. I'm learning how to talk to from software people. I am learning how to talk to them. What do you mean, you people? Like, I'm learning how to talk to you people, <laughs> from software people. I'm learning. If I say, "Listen, listen, hey, it's my first time," nine times out of ten, they're like, "Oh, we'll carry on playing like an idiot." <laughs> Carry on. You go on ahead. Bless your heart. Like, I've learned as long as we do that, they're cool. Now, there's the other, right? Nine times out of ten, they're cool. There's the one out of ten idiots that are like, you still suck and you're bad. And blah, and we just get them out of here. They're unpleasant, you know? If you can't take my salt and my complaining and you get all mad and butthurt and go on a tirade in my chat. You're you're not long for this world. You're not going to last in our stream. You know, you you need to go somewhere else. (laughs) My favorite Lono Rage is from Returnal. Black Superman, did you watch when I beat the game? When I ran Biome 4, 5, and 6? Back to back, did you? Oh my gosh, it's a legendary stream. You can search for SNTR Gaming and one of the predicted search terms is SNTR Gaming Returnal. There's people that have like looked for that run. I'm like, what? Lono no Raging in Returnal and Dark Souls is so beautiful. <laughs> I say the dumbest expressions too. People are like, what did he just say? <laughs> you got some bug the size of a Volkswagen Beetle shoved up my nose inside a closet, and they're like, this is beauty. <laughs> this is poetry. <laughs> Oh, the absolute nonsense that I say when I'm angry in those games. I'm glad that you guys enjoy it. I really, I really am glad. <laughs> I really am glad you enjoy it. Um, who would win? A veteran Dark Souls player with acquainted knowledge of its lore or the Soul of Cinder's second phase theme. <laughs> oh my goodness. After Lono plays for two years. Sorry, I'm bad. It's my first time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> uh, I had a friend brag that if you can't beat Dark Souls one without dying once, you're casual. Well, I mean, you know, everybody has friends that are stupid. You you know your friend that's stupid. It's always good to know which of your friends is stupid, because in a, in an emergency situation, you know know who not to look to. Uh, I'm waiting for the t-shirts of unmitigatable BS. No, unmitigatable damage. <laughs> uh... that was a great stream it really was it really was I'm waiting for Lost Ark raid rage streams maybe maybe we did a lot of expeditions we didn't do them all in in New World but they didn't really ever lead to any rage they were good time we had good time with those we had a good time you did beat the 8 pretty fast though hey hey listen you guys can give me a lot of grief in From Software games, but I deserve some credit. I beat these bosses pretty dadgum fast. I am not a Dark Souls guy. I literally just first did my first beat of Dark Souls Three very recently, and even in that playthrough, I beat the bosses pretty dadgum fast. I deserve some credit. Give me a little bit of credit. I whoop these guys. I'm like, all right, you're done. We haven't had a play session yet where I've had to be like, yep, we're not beating them today, folks. No, it hadn't happened yet. Whether it was the ape or Genichiro or Cinder or the or the the the, the twin brother, the prince brothers in Dark Souls, I've whooped them all. Just no, you're dying in this play session. You're gonna die in this stream. I am de- I am dedicated. <laughs> uh <coughs> Uh, I think from Friday was top tier 2021. It was a rough year to pull some goodness from Hilly. Are you good for Friday night? Are you good? My wife was like, you should check with Hilly cause it is new year's Eve. I think we could do like a new year's Eve bash. I think we can make it a fun night. I have a cleaner YouTube bit. It's crispier. What do you mean? Smashville? You're good. Yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> I watched the raids and the mechanics are nuts. I'm telling you right now, Silent, I don't think we're going to do a lot of raids in, in Lost Ark. I said it earlier today, I think one of my sticks that's going to develop over the next year is playing MMO as, as a more casual player, and I think people are going to come to like that. I, the people like the way that, I, that, that that happened with Destiny. People liked my coverage because it wasn't like hardcore, dedicated streamer veteran, like, who vows for all these changes for hardcores. No, I, I speak for the more common man, because I play like a more common man, and And I think that that's going to be appealing to people. Like Hilly has plans on a Friday night. It's it's, it's, New Year's Eve. The final secure boss is going to be beautiful. The first boss boss that made me think, maybe I can't beat this guy. I'll be tipsy but not drunk as we pop the corks. Oh, that's right. You pop them a little earlier than we do. (laughs) How about an anti-stunlock shirt? No, it would be stunlock trash. (coughs) The dancer, I call the dancer stunlock trash. I hated her. I still hate her. She's terrible. Dragon armor and Pontus Sullivan and the and the and the Prince brothers. Those are the best bosses in that game. The dancer is she's trash. She is trash. <laughs> Cinder, Cinder's trash. Loa's gonna hate the last boss four phases. Well, now that I know that happens, Eugene, like I knew when I killed the monkey, I was like, he's going to get back up. I'm not dumb. You can't trick me. You can't trick me anymore. (laughs) You can't trick me anymore, dude. It's like, yeah, I killed the monkey. That was awfully easy. I literally almost beat him my first time with hit and run. I almost beat him on my first time hit and run. And I knew that that wasn't it. I was like, this is too easy. This This is too easy. Unlock Trash is better than literal... Sh- yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do we not have this video ready yet? Uh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, chat. Yeah, why is it not... It's not showing up again. It's doing that thing. Hang on. I'm gonna do... Private, save. Uh, schedule, Premiere. Is doing that thing again where you can't see the dadgum video. Three, Setup Premiere, uh, Ambient. Save. You got a Noti for it? it's not in the playlist oh my gosh is that what's wrong no it's in daily talks why don't I see it in the playlist hang on a minute sort by added there alright I fixed it well, I didn't fix it. I fixed the stupid playlist. Now I can customize the page. I got a great video. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. The purple platform sent XQC to streamer therapy last year in June when he got banned, which is around the time that I got my indefinite suspension. You guys are going to want to watch this one. We have purged all of the content over there that has nothing to do with our current focus on industry news about streaming and esports. okay so industry news about about streaming and esports. that's sort of our focus on sntr presents and you're gonna see big changes in january even more changes than we just did given that we just unlisted roughly 12 million views worth of content um we really need your help when we end the day and head over there for a premiere right we hang out for six hours you know, over here, and then I need you to give me eight minutes of your life, right? Eight minutes of your life, uh, you know, and and head over to this premiere, okay? I'm gonna put the link in chat. That is where we are headed, okay? That is where we are headed. SNTR Presents is a much larger channel, and it really, really needs your help. Um, so, Twitch sent uh, XQC to streamer therapy, <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, uh, let's see here, Twitch, Twitch streamer, Twitch TV, and then I'm gonna need the image from it. So please, 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 there is, there is almost, there was almost 300 people here just a second ago. We really, really need way more people to click on these videos. At the end of the day, they are they are super, super short. They are not that long. Uh, they are not that long at all. So do me a favor and uh, and 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 go love on this video. And then tomorrow, tomorrow we have a good Elden Ring topic. And then, uh, I actually don't know what else. So tomorrow should be a really, really good Elden Ring discussion as well as other gaming news. So I'll see you tomorrow, and I will hopefully see you over on this video. If you can hear my voice and you're still hanging out for the day, please click that link in chat, all right? We really appreciate the support of Presents. The gaming support's been insane, so make sure you have subscribe clicked, your bell button set to all, and smash that like button on your way out. Today was just another phenomenal day, really. I will see you guys over there for the premiere, okay?